What you've just said is one of the most insanely idiotic things I have ever heard. At no point in your rambling, incoherent response were you even close to anything that could be considered a rational thought. Everyone in this room is now dumber for having listened to it. I award you no points, and may God have mercy on your soul. His very first move as the executive was to sign Lamar Odom, who was on crack! Holy shit, I'm gonna call. Phil Collins' solo career seems to be more commercial, and therefore more satisfying in a narrower way. Especially songs like In the Air Tonight and uh, I Can't Fall Off. Sabrina, don't just stare at it, eat it. Okay. No, man. I'm pretty fucking far from okay. train station by my high school where people would write you know all the classic punk stuff of uh, a cab and so on nice so just uh, that's where I thought my friend uh, Adrian Golliver opinions from is from strangers on pole <laughs> honestly not the worst place to get your political thought or ideas uh, it's certainly better than Facebook I uh, yeah I was over in uh, a local park and I saw two people near these bathrooms. Oh, they're just two guys milling about. And so I and there was this wall that already had a bunch of writing on it. And I, I just went up and pulled out my marker and just started going. And they were like, "Hey, what are you doing?" And I was like, "I'm just writing. What are you doing?" And they were like, "Come, come on, man, that's graffiti." And I was like, "Oh, I was like, wait, are you guys working?" And they're like, "Yeah." <laughs> Like two city workers or something. I was like, oh, my bad, fellas. I was like, well, I'm almost done. <laughs> and then, you know, they just kind of caught the vibe. It was fine. Uh, I don't know. I think I would encourage everybody to kind of do some mischievous stuff like that. Because I, I think it's one of the things that keeps us kind of like in a prison to some extent. Where you're like, I'm being watched all the time. You know what I mean? It's like, we're not truly living in the surveillance state just yet. But... I think uh, my favorite of that was my uncle. His neighbor has a Blue Lives car, like, uh-huh. sticker. Yeah. So he just filled in with, like, markers, the rest of the rainbow. Like, fix your sticker, buddy. Oh, nice. Just no big old pride flag. Excellent. Yeah, uh, Rebecca was showing me uh, an album that some, like, someone did, like, just, like, a comedic, like, funny music album. That's all just, uh, the premise is just stuff she saw in, uh, stalls and bathrooms mm. I, see, I see a lot of those accounts on instagram these days i feel like i think it's always been there but i think uh now you can get the visibility with social media which is really neat yeah i forgot my weed bro oh <laughs> it's in my bag 
You want to grab it? You want to grab my bag over there? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Thank you. Well, I had a great post-9-11 weekend. Oh, yeah, I'm an asshole. How was your weekend? <laughs> uh, so let, me, let me answer your question with a question. What's the most amount of times you've nutted in a day? <laughs> Hold on, let me, let me let me hit this first. <laughs> now keep in mind, keep in mind, I am severely mentally ill. And I'm not saying like a 24-hour cycle, just beyond like Sunday the 12th or whatever. Just like on a day, like a date, uh, uh, like uh, yeah. Uh, we're getting close to double digits, probably. On one day. Yeah. Damn. <laughs> what? What's your record? Oh man, it feels bad to say now. <laughs> I was pretty happy with four. Oh, that's that's a <laughs> that's a Tuesday. Some days for me, dude. <laughs> yeah, I think you mentioned this earlier, and I was like. What's his record going to be? Is it going to be like... Nah. Because <laughs> I remember it happening once when I was 14, and I was just done for the day. Like, at, I didn't... Four, at four? Uh, yeah. And then I thought I'd never see that number again until this last Saturday. I think... So that's the thing. is like, you know, uh, uh, weed. If you're just sitting around smoking weed all day on the computer... In fact, I had, so I, one of the first times I realized I was a chronic masturbator was I was working at a call center that sold Medicare insurance, and uh, I was in training. I, was, I only lasted at this job for like two or three months because it was boring as hell, but I was in training, and one of the guys was asking me, he's like, so what do you like, what do you do for fun, just trying to get to know, you know, people or whatever, and I was like, oh, I play a lot of games. He's like, oh yeah, you Xbox, PC, or PlayStation? And I was like, no, I'm on PC. And he, without missing a beat, immediately just says, oh, you must jerk off a lot. And I, and I was like, what? I'm like 24 years old. And he's like, oh, you must masturbate all the time. And I'm like, what? What, what makes you say that? He's like, you're just on the computer all the time. Yeah. It's right there. Like, anytime you have a spare thought, you can just go crank one off. I was like, wow, he's right. <laughs> like, Damn. He read me perfectly. Damn, he fucking got my ass. <laughs> um, yeah, well, I mean... Like I said, the severe mental illness thing, you know, I'm bipolar too. And so I, I deal with like a great amount of like depression and anxiety sometimes. And I definitely like when you're, when anyone that deals with chronic depression can relate to this, like the feeling of like numbness. It's not that like things feel bad, just you don't feel anything. But yeah. you know what makes you feel something for at least five to 10 seconds? <laughs> yeah, nut. Busting a fat fucking load in your underwear, dude. <laughs> So, oh, you don't. Even, you, <laughs> oh, you want to talk techniques? There, there's no, there's no Kleenex or anything. It's just in when you're hitting, when you're, when you're shooting above five or six. You're, there's no reason to. You're firing dry after a handful there. There's no reason to get any Kleenex. Oh, you, oh God! You fight. <laughs> you go to. Man, I was not prepared. Listen, <laughs> My 11 weekend's been wide open, ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> Girls, gays, and days. We have arrived at the cum episode. Welcome. It only took us three episodes to get to the cum. Apparently the post-cum episode, because you said you would just do another... (laughs) You do another shift with no goo. Yeah. Well, you know. Maybe that's my hyperfixation. I just hyperfixate on, like, large-breasted blonde women for an afternoon or something. (laughs) I'm just like, this is it. 
This is what we're doing. I mean, I can't say it couldn't be me with that because that's obviously me. I want, I'd like that too. <laughs> it's just for me, like towards the end of my peak years of jacking it. Yeah, three is like the limit because then just like the wrist and the dick hurts. But are you are you always? Is it always pornography? Not always. You still you got stuff like in the bank that you go to. Yeah, in the brain. See, I have scenarios like that that I think help me. Get aroused, uh-huh. but I rarely finish to those scenarios in my head for I'm, whatever reason. I always end up looking up, and and I think this is a bad thing. Just to put it on the record, I you should not be watching pornography on a regular basis in general, but it's bad for your brain. But like the like every anytime I'm like actually trying to like you know finish, it's it's usually that because yeah, the the memory of whoever you know jerking me off 10 years ago doesn't necessarily hit the same way anymore. Am I a fucked up weirdo? Like, for me, it's the opposite. I, like, start looking at the phone in the left hand, working the right hand, and then I put it down, and then in my mind... No. Remember, okay. if you'll recall, I said that you are a romantic. You're a lover. Mm-hmm. That, that's, that's, that's the lover in you, is being able to come when you're, like, you know, in a heartfelt moment with a partner or something. <laughs> I mean, it depends on what the thoughts are, right? If you if if you it is just some degenerate like, you saw the whale tail of like your seventh grade <laughs> science teacher or something, and you're just like, yeah, Mrs. Robinson, hell yeah. I mean, maybe that's a little degenerate, but I mean, listen, I, I'm definitely you know milk toast comparison to you, but it's it's not exactly pure pure of heart all the time. It could get you know stupid and custy. Yeah, Luke. What about it? Do you jerk off with lube? Uh, nah. Yeah. Yeah. It's too much work. Yeah, I mean, well, uh, a couple of times when you've been over, uh... You've gone to the bathroom. No, 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 We just, the lube is on, like, my bedside table. Oh, yeah. And Rebecca's always like, put it away. I'm like, there's no shot they even notice. No, I didn't. I didn't see it. Exactly. She makes me, like, notice things that I never noticed myself, like, and I just feel, like, self-conscious of now, and not entirely always sexual, like, like, putting on clothes, like, I'll start with my socks, because, like, yeah. they're the first fucking thing away from me, and she's just like, how do you not start with boxers every time? Yeah, I'm in underwear first, so I don't know. <laughs> so, no, no, no. So you're standing there weenie hanging out, putting on your socks? Yeah. Butt naked, sitting on the bed? Oh, yeah. I think that maybe is technically out of order. In, in, in the hierarchy as far, like, far as like the majority goes maybe we have to make make a poll or something no I again I know the poll results but just like I don't know just I don't have much shame if I'm in my own house yeah. And, yeah, yeah and the person who's on it is the only person seeing it yes 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 absolutely I would not worry so much but the socks is so my feet don't get dirty so I don't take that dirt into like the bed or whatever like yes. unless you're sleep sweeping every day there's gonna be dust and stuff on your floor right Right, yeah, I wear, I, you know, I'm, I'm not a super sicko, I go to sleep without socks on, but then when I go down, put on socks, well, walk around know, my house. I, I mean, at this moment, I put on fuzzy socks, right? Like, this is a, this. so please watch your tone when you enter this house, when you're going to talk, <laughs> talk shit about cozy little sleep, sleepies. There's some, I actually was at my buddy's house the other day, and I realized that I have, like, the uh, high school girl version of, like, fuzzy socks. Yeah. And I forgot that, like, they make them for adults. 
Because mm-hmm. mine are all like cute little pink yeah. ones with hearts <laughs> and stuff on them. I mean, aesthetically, I kind of like those a little bit more than the uh, mature. Yeah. I don't know if you've seen, they got like zip ups on them, like house shoes, but mm-hmm. I feel like those might provide me a little bit more support or a little bit more, you know, non slip. And... Were you ever one of those kids who had like the shoes where you see every individual toe? No, toe shoes came about, uh, I think I was in middle school, maybe high school, when those started hitting their stride, so to speak, and I don't remember anybody even in school having any toe shoes, to be honest, that was like an, some weirdo, that was like a weirdo adult runner thing. Like, yeah, I just feel like, you know, now, much like everything, that that was a fetish thing, like, so the person who invented that, like, <laughs> into feet, like, what, how can I make the shoe more about feet? <laughs> I got a story about jerking off that I thought, why? oh, because you told me about how many times you were cranking off, and it made me think about it. Yeah. Uh, you ever crank off on a family vacation? Yes. <laughs> what was your, what, do you have a, what's the story that popped into your mind immediately? Uh, just, uh, so, my stepfamily has, like, a beach house. Uh-huh. So, there's a beach house, another larger beach house, a third smaller beach house, and then in between two of them is a little cabin. That's just for me and Cade. Oh, you had your own cum station. Basically. I mean, I can't speak for what he did, but... Anytime he had stepped out to do whatever, yeah, you were... Yeah. <laughs> well, because that's there when... Were, there was never, like, a verbal agreement, like, hey, I'm going to have the place to myself for 30 minutes. No, nah, there was... We don't, we don't really get down like that when <laughs> talking about that. It's, it's more either understood or just pretend to ignore it. That's funny. Uh, But, yeah, because, like, he'll... You know, step out. Because the thing was, I would always get up for breakfast, and he would stay back. And then later at, like, 1, I just wanted to stay in there until dinner time and just mm-hmm. text girls. Mm-hmm. I have a very pessimistic view of life. You should know this about me if we're going to go out. You know, I, I just feel that life is, is divided up into the horrible and the miserable. Those are the two categories, you know? The, uh, the horrible would be like... Um, I don't know, terminal cases, you know, and blind people, yeah. and cripples. I don't know how they get through life. It's amazing to me. You know, and the miserable is everyone else. That's, that's, so, so when you go through life, you should be thankful that you're miserable because that's, you're very lucky to, to be miserable. So that's when that would inspire and just like the horniest me came out while almost oh, texting. Oh, yes, 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 of course. Yeah, I think all of us have experienced the, oh, I'm sending all these messages. Oh, I came. Oh, I need to go to bed. <laughs> oh, yeah, well, I talked about that Boston trip last episode. Yeah. I was at a wedding and just, and fucking Mia, the ex, was, she got, like, so much more horny when we weren't dating. It was yeah. crazy. Yeah. But anyway, she was sending it off, and I'm just like, I'm at a wedding right now. And then, uh, obviously, that was me coded telling her, like, Do more, please, now. <laughs> nice. You knew, you knew how to push her buttons. Yeah, by acting like I hate it. Mm-hmm. I'm trying to think. I so I, there was a period of time where I I remember specifically at like 24, 25, 25 years old going through. I was going through it, and I remember one day thinking like I should see how many times I could come today. <laughs> like that was my goal for the day or for the weekend. Like let's see how many times I can <laughs> masturbate. So I kept track. I didn't have like a notepad doc or anything. It was just a mental count. Mm-hmm. But in like a forty-eight hour span, I definitely got into the double digits. I was definitely at like twelve or thirteen. Because I had like two, like six to, I had two to like five to eight days in a row. You know what I mean? I was like, just going out like every three to four hours. Man. <laughs> uh, I was doing, 
just now think of the opposite. How's the longest you've gone? Without wow. jerking off. That's a good. You know what? That's actually the better question. Yeah. Because that was fairly recently. That Ooh. was like, I went like four or five days. Oh. And that's, <laughs> and that's been the longest time I've, I've gone without coming in my life. Now, again, you are, awesome. you are in a relationship. Yeah. So you don't have to masturbate as often. You have a partner and you get each other. Well, right. I just mean nutting in general. If you're talking nutting in general, four or five, like maybe... There might have been a time where I was like traveling and then I forgot or I was with family or something. But, I forgot. <laughs> but even, even then, it's like, uh, it's definitely less than a week, uh, I think, since the time I was 12. Like, like straight up. I don't know if I've gone more than a week or two without an orgasm. I think there was a time, my saddest time when I was like 17. I went for like 40 days. That's crazy. Because I was just like... There was like one was like you don't deserve even this fucking bliss, and then the damn, and then it turned into self harm via celibacy. And then after that thought, it was like, but when I do, yeah, it's gonna be so fucking good. Right, right. You 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 cross over the threshold. See, I I hit the full refractory period of seventy two hours, <laughs> and it, it, if that ever happens, it's like I need to fuck that next day, or I'm jerking off. Like yeah. there's no in between because it's like I can't go. I would, maybe I'd be in a much better physical shape. Maybe I'd have more energy. I don't know. I, they got all these dudes, you know, that, like, tell you to, like, not come on the internet now. You ever seen that shit? I thought that was just for, like, fighters. Like, no, it's, like, it's like creeping its way into, like, weird parts of, like, alt-right, like, oh. uh, or, like, manosphere-type influencer stuff, you know? Sure. Because um, for every, uh, you know, Tate or uh, Peterson, there's, like, dozens of more dudes like you and me who mm-hmm. think like that and they have podcasts like this and yeah. they just sit here and talk about not busting nuts and how it's like changing their lives lame <laughs> not the life I want fuck man I saw some video I don't even know the fucker's name some guy on Twitch or Twitter who had some some amount of following right some video of him at a concert and it's like his young like 12 13 year old boy fans coming up and being like yeah, dude, women suck. And he's like, no, 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 no. And it's like, no, that's that's what you say on your podcast, dude. And then, and it's it's like he's clearly like, oh shit, having this moment. But then he's already said it's like you know it's the woke. Fuck the woman, fuck the woman. What? <laughs> no, 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 no. Wait, wait, wait. We love women. We love women. We love women. But not not like transgender. Yeah. It's the wokeness in schools that is causing that is teaching kids that, not him being like you know gay people don't deserve to be alive or whatever. It's like, Jesus Christ, dude. Well, yeah, I mean, I'm not going to name names, but there was a phase last year where the eighth graders like, fuck Rihanna. I'm like, why? It's yeah. just like, basically because she's a woman. Yeah. <laughs> I'm, I fight against that shit every day. I heard some of that shit again today and I just, especially when it's like with young enough kids, like like an 11 or 12 year old, like he might not even be cranking his own hog yet, you know, but he's like, already has this idea of, you know, gender in mm. some capacity. And I don't, I'm sure there was a whole bunch of that, obviously for the media I consumed as a child uh, in the nineties that was in my subconscious, but not a, not like an active thought, I guess, of, Oh, I'm watching this porn because I hate women. Like that was never the thing. I was just like, dude, I love boobs. Yeah. Just, but I don't, again, it, being, being from the left, I don't, I don't know, but like, is it a right thing to just, hate women for the sake of they are a woman and like i know like there's the whole like 
Christian stuff of like tradition of like that them listening to the man in their life, whether it be the father or the husband or whatever. But there's definitely people. There's plenty of people out there who are still misogynistic enough that they are actively thinking that women are less than in some some very real capacity. No, absolutely. I don't think those people are that common as much anymore. But there is, uh, you know, a, a line of thinking that leads to that, and it's just becoming more and more popular. Uh, on the right, but yeah, I used to think when I was like twelve to like fifteen that oh, re- like Republican side will phase out because that's like old people shit. Mm-hmm. But then you forget that they just I get taught. Same, I had the same thought. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it does to some extent, but the way that voting is structured and the way that uh, stuff gets gerrymandered and whatnot, like that's still relatively even, just because they continue, even though they are less of the electorate in general. Uh, you know, there are silly-ass systems like the Electoral College that allow, you know, the unpopular candidate to win or the candidate that doesn't, doesn't have the most people supporting them to win. And that's on, like, even, like, the local level, too. So, so whatever. Yeah, if we want to see real change, we need every one of those people who are learning from their, like, grandfathers to have cool friends in school to bully them into, you know, not thinking <laughs> that way anymore. So, you know, if you're a cool friend... Who doesn't hate women? Yeah, bully your friends. Absolutely. Yeah, I've 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 found myself as of late trying to figure out how to talk shit to eighth graders without talking shit to them. Yeah, which is a weird thing to think of, right? Like if you're trying to educate kids, you wish you could just talk to them in a very earnest way. But like, thirteen and fourteen year old boys are fucking heinous, dude. Like they are a different. They're wild and so trying to find ways to connect with them where you're not crossing a line but also still um you know still respecting like their innocence to some extent right because yeah i can't just start lecturing them like i would an adult like listen here you fucking moron yeah (laughs) or like with that if not directly innocence like benefit of the doubt innocence because they're like you know again we probably know what kids are going home and, you know, having those thoughts and whatnot, but you can't, you know, call them out for it. Yeah. Well, I, I kind of want to, it's, it's, there's this idea of like, and I might've mentioned this before, but there's this idea of trying to wake someone up that's not ready for it. Mm-hmm. Um, whether that's to, uh, you know, political ideology, gender ideology, uh, just like stuff about the world, like you don't have to like lay everything out for someone. Like part of it is them exploring those ideas on their own, mm-hmm. you know, like, a, you know, waiting them before they're ready for it. Like it's some sort of like anime trope. You don't want to fall into like, yeah, oh, don't. <laughs> can't or like a uh, fucking whenever you see in a cartoon, someone like they're suffering from amnesia, but don't remind them of everything too fast. Right. Yeah. I don't know, man. I'm obviously smoking a lot more weed tonight. But now I'm also trying to figure out... Oh. So, when when and how... Okay. Have you created accounts on porn sites? Like, do you have, like, a username and password? No. Okay. I'm curious if that is a younger man thing, because I did not, I just let the algorithm take me for years yeah. on this stuff. 
and then it wasn't until like I got in my late twenties or so, and I was like, I'm into some specific. I want to be able to follow certain people. I'm into some specific things that aren't just showing up on the algorithm anymore. I think it was when it was just all step family stuff. I was like, this does not work for me. Yeah. <laughs> I, ha- I I did not grow up in this generation, so I need something else. I need to be able to find it and save it. And I guess that was my way, because I was never like a collection dude or anything. I never, I don't know. I'm, I'm, I'm curious, because uh, I think, I, I do think there is like a, a rather severe porn issue for young men in this country, and it's leading to a whole bunch of issues. But for me, the, again, chaotic pussy for me represents a, you know, having the like kind of right or like persona of wanting to be cool, like ideas, mm-hmm. but I actually don't follow up on it. And just I, I'm a huge pussy. Um, <laughs> whereas I'd be like, no, everything is incognito tab. I'm not making. Sh- there's a trace of me anywhere. Anything I want is I, a screenshot. I knew, I knew plenty. I knew plenty of guys like that that still use inc- incognito tabs. Always struck me as so funny. Like that's very clearly for like someone living at home. Like yeah, if you have your own computer and you're using incognito tabs to protect your like the random chance that someone might hack your computer like i don't know what world those people are living in where they think someone is actively gonna find out their porn habits or something right and also if someone gets on your computer and types p and pornhub pops up who cares yeah it's like google or something yeah but then they hit enter on the pornhub (laughs) and then they go into the search bar of pornhub and hit s and the mere thing is stepmom pegging me you know again whatever who cares (laughs) Unless you have the, fe- the 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 fetish that enjoys feeling ashamed, like I don't, I forget what that's called or something. Like just feeling guilty, like if that gets you off, yeah, I get sh- it. Shame kink. Yeah, the shame kink. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> don't don't kink shame me. It's my kink. Yeah. I don't know what broke me free with that sex shit, man. Because I, I I grew up pretty conservative. I think it's just being older than twenty six and like yeah, having like, I think. I'm still at the tail end of, like, caring somewhat what people think about me. Like, yeah, I mostly yeah. don't, but I think, like, a young person in their 20s where they have, like, they're true. seen in the world as potential. Yes. They don't want to come off with a bad impression, whereas you're pretty much set who you're going to be. The only reason this podcast works is because you are just a miserable fuck. Me? At tw- yeah. At 23 years old. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Pretty good function, but no, I absolutely you're right. Like it was, it truly wasn't until I had been a few years removed from like college age mm-hmm. did I start to feel more okay with being myself because I didn't feel like I had to impress anybody as much. I think because you just start entering the workplaces and you're like, oh, you guys all suck, or like you're just yeah. boring, or you're simping. For I don't want to impress any. Of you. Yeah, or you're <laughs> simping for the boss or whatever. And like, if you're at that type of job and it's like your career, it's that's demoralizing as fuck. Yeah. You know, it's so important to work somewhere where not only do you enjoy the work, but you enjoy the people that work there, because otherwise you're not going to stick around. Yeah, I mean, uh, I I think... Uh, Unless it's a union job, then fuck, you know, if you got benefits and shit, it's regular pay raises, it's like, you'll grind, but you know what I mean? Yeah, I know, uh, I think one of our coworkers would have left as soon as he was there for a year, mm-hmm. if he didn't, you know, meet you know fr- have friends there sure it's it's it, it can be tough to 
Because for me, I'll have days, and even if you're not doing like emotional labor, if it is just like a warehouse job or whatever, you're going to have days where you're just more tired, especially as you get older. Mm -hmm. Like, that's the fucking crazy thing is employers expect you to have like the same production level every day. You just don't. If you work a job, any job really, like you're not going to be, even fucking email jobs, you're going to have days where like you just can't find the words to whatever. Um I don't know. It's wild that we're expected to do that shit day in and day out. So if you don't have people looking out for you to help cover for you on those off days, you know. And at home, you need to have a healthy support system and plenty of drugs. Yes. Get the fuck out of here. crack with me, bro. Pockets won't crack. Smoke some fucking crack with me, bro. One hit. One That's how you get there. Uh-huh. I think I'm going to be at this place until... uh I get the fucking teaching credential and then go somewhere else. Yeah. Yeah, but I'm looking forward to the summer telling, uh, you know, our boss off about I'm not doing full summer anymore. <laughs> yeah. Because I'm not getting, they're only going to give me part-time benefits, which is nothing. And they work me full, I like had more hours week to week than like anybody during summer and I got shit. Maybe it's the number of employers. You have, you have to have enough employers. Not just like bad workplaces, but I think there's this idea where you keep thinking, oh, this next this next job's going to work out. They're going to, um, a year is going to pass and they're going to give me like a 20% pay raise or something, you know, and it's like, it just never happens. It's just. Yeah. Uh, oh, I just, there's only friends or friends of friends my age who talk about like yeah i send out like 55 resumes this last month and i heard back from one that told me no it's so much unpaid labor (laughs) (laughs) that's like i mean unless they're just literally this mass you know all of those every job i've applied for especially ones that require a cover letter like all of they all have their own separate software they use for like the application process online so you have to go in like you upload your resume and it's like, oh, do you want to just pull the information? It's like, yeah, sure. And then the data is all fucked up and it's like, yeah. it's a 30 minute thing, you know, at least. And then, yeah, just to never hear back. I, I go on for a bit on how the bureaucracy of computers has fucked me turn after turn, whether at Oregon State, <laughs> college, high school, jobs. Just because everyone has to use them now, they don't know how to use them and they just end up losing your email yeah and everything when they're like oh we transfers and it's like oh where where did you do this like bitch you had it yeah and you fucking lost it i was when i was a freshman that was kind of in like 07 08 that was like when that was first kind of really taking hold on a lot of different campuses and it was like you know we had an online portal but it's like the email was a little janky and you know depending if it was like a state school or whatever Mm -hmm. uh yeah it was crazy Although, I will say, during COVID, I had the best semester grade-wise during COVID. Mm. Just everything was online, and just you could fake everything. And now we have, you know, uh, ChatGPT, which even better for, for these kids. Mm-hmm. Let them go wild with it. Is there anything that AI could do that would be, like, scary to you, or no? Not really. I think what AI is already doing is really scary. Just as far as like facial recognition and stuff like that. 
because um, I'm already noticing it. Like there are, there's an Instagram page I follow that is an AI art generator of uh, <laughs> Neon Genesis Evangelion, and uh, it's called Lane L A I N, but that's not the. It's like it's got a bigger title. I forget. I haven't watched it. Um, but they're two like sad. They're both like just two animes about depression, and from what I understand, yeah, and. Uh, the art that comes off of this page is fucking sick, but it's all just AI stuff. Well, yeah, uh, and I'm like, damn, nobody's really like, there's not actually anybody making this, but it's still hitting part of my brain. That's like, that's a cool thing to see. Well, like back a couple months ago or a year ago now, Rebecca's a graphic designer. Mm-hmm. So in my head, I'm thinking like, Oh shit to her, her job. But, uh, she's like, well, what graphic designers just need to do now is just learn how to use it. And then it just becomes an it's easier tool for tool. me. Yeah. yeah. So she's like working mid journey in that, in that kind of stuff to like make new cool art. Mm-hmm. Uh, I, I've, I mean, it wouldn't Have you jerked off to an AI art yet? I, I probably have, but I, would, <laughs> I wouldn't know. That's a, that's a, maybe that's the scariest thing. <laughs> the robots already got me. Uh, and where I'm neat, where I'm most vulnerable. Similar to how like the spank paint can get me going, and AI art can get me started, but I can't if I know that it's a computer generated thing. <laughs> I'm just like, like oh, ACR three eight five came up with this. But I'll, I'll read a hentai. Penis soft. I'll, 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 I'll crank one out to a hentai manga, no problem. You know what I mean? Like it's not a, yeah. it's not a matter of because it was drawn. It's no, not like I only like real women. No, you, but you like really drawn woman, done by by human hand. Yeah, yeah. Well, it's because they do the, the it's it's like it's like every hentai. It's like you have superpowers because you can just see. See, I'm a visual guy, mm-hmm. right? And that's I have a large window in my bedroom. I have mirrors. I have extra mirrors around because I want to be able to see things. You know what I'm saying? And in the hentai. They basically just give you x-ray vision. And you can just see everything. And it's like, yeah, that looks good. I'm into that. Whatever that is. I don't know. Human bodies are fucking weird, dude. Not me, man. I want to be in a dark cave forever. <laughs> no light can enter. <laughs> Won't be able to see anything. I'm trying to fully dissociate. Just me and the brain trust of myself. Yeah. Yeah, trying to be both in and out of your body while in the middle of uh, given back shots, it's pretty wild. <laughs> I mean, if you, that's, I think that's why most men are so quiet because they can't, they're, they're, you know, they're, they're floating in between heaven and hell and they're just like back and forth. Yeah. Oh my God. I think we thought this before, but just like, you know, people, girls especially like want you to be vocal. Yeah. And every time I do, it just like, I'm not as into it as much, so then, like, I need to, like... <laughs> you feel like I, yourself I, I, out of it. And then, and then I voice. work myself into it again by being quiet. <laughs> and, I mean, on the plus hand, it lasts a lot longer of a time. <laughs> so, so are you saying... Okay. Yeah. Because, is it the sound of your voice? Or, like, what? You just I, I, I think it? what I'm doing is stupid. With, like, doing the voice... <laughs> like, putting on the voice. It and, is dumb. That's what's so fun about it. It is fun. It's being I, a clown. 
Yeah. Yeah. It's just another performance, really. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. It's like being on stage. Which, again, is better when, like, it's a, it's a little role play involved. Yeah. But d- just me as me is... Just being you being... Yes. Is way different and takes me out of it a bit more, unless I'm just actually me, which is well, quiet. this actually leads into an interesting discussion that I don't know much about. Yeah. But I'm going to try and have this with more uh, weirdo sex people that I know. Uh, I don't... I've heard some of my thought around the idea of like so there's like doms and subs right when yeah. it comes to like who's uh, like a BDSM dynamic and mm-hmm. like um, or just a dominant dynamic whatever tops and bottoms uh, but the idea that like you're exclusively one or the other both in hetero homo or whatever type of sexual relationship you're having is like a little bit of like a prison as well like yeah, yeah like okay so this is maybe something that's more commonly accepted among zoomers like yeah no exactly are like slightly younger people now were there is no a hundred and zero yeah um well especially with like orientation but i'm talking even like once you're in the bed yeah roles yeah, I'm talking yeah. roles there, there's no 100 the idea zero. that like i always have to i'm always i'm a dominant that's who yeah. i am yeah it's like okay it's like we're Cold, not bro <laughs> yeah <laughs> or sis whatever <laughs> but i mean truthfully and I, I also don't talk to a lot of men, but I, uh, on dating apps, but like with women in particular, the few doms I've spoken with, uh, earnestly about like, you know, sex, not just like in their perfect, if they're a professional or something, but the idea of like, oh no, I'm, I definitely will like submit to like the right, like I have submitted before to men, but it's like few and far between. It's yeah. not it's not something I, I usually do just because that requires a certain dynamic. I'm not submitting. Of course the, the the male ego in my head is like, well, I'm the guy. But yeah, I, I'm one of the few and far between. Absolutely. Well I mean, look at you, six three in that voice. Yep. It hasn't, now, it hasn't steered me wrong. Now, so now me, five foot eight, no no facial hair man. Yeah. If I'm like fucking submit, it's just like no. Yeah. Fuck you. But there are no. That's not, well. That's not true because there are women who get off on submitting to a more femme man as well. It's all yeah, in mean, the way that you like present, you know, in the way that you kind of like. It takes practice, is the thing. Mm-hmm. And weed actually still helps me to this day if I'm a little nervous because, like you said earlier, like if it's a role play, it's a little easier. Yeah. Same thing. I mean, if you can just get out of your own head just a little bit, um, yeah, it helps a lot. But yeah, it's it's. It, I've always said it's really, because uh, I like talking and I like talking dirty and I. But it's so it's fun for me, and that I want to like kind of giggle, <laughs> like yeah. a little joy. Yeah, yeah. Uh, well, that's the other thing is like if I am in the role play mode and go too deep into whatever like I don't know character or whatever the mm-hmm. fuck I'm doing, uh, and in my head, now I'm thinking like, oh, I have something funny I can do. But then I'll destroy the moment for her. Because it'll just be like... It'll either be met with like laughter and then like stop. Uh-huh. Or just like, what? <laughs> what are you doing? But I think me and you are very different because you're just a talker in general. Like, you're totally fine either with like strangers at work or like say you go, you know, gaming somewhere and some other person is interested in like at the, at the arcade or whatever. Yeah. You'll talk to them, whereas I am very much like, I try to put out the vibes of don't fucking come near me. I wonder, yeah, no, I, I, I think that's something I definitely had to work at though. Cause I, I, I used to be very talkative, but it was just, um, on my end, just cause I wanted to hear myself talk, but mm-hmm. now I do a lot more listening. 
Yeah. Um, which you might not get the imp- <laughs> impression of if you just listen to this <laughs> podcast. Yeah. But I would say in, throughout my day, I think I do a lot less talking than... I have a maybe it's just because I have a lot to say and I cut out ninety percent of it that I feel like I do less talking, but everyone's just at like that ten percent remainder, you know. Yeah. Yeah. And being you know younger sibling, you were born. I was destined to listen. I I follow ah. I follow him. Yeah. Uh, but just in my own like you're like oh I worked on myself for like managing how I talk. I don't plan on changing on just tuning out everybody at almost all times unless I'm interested in you and either as a friend or so on. Harry, let's face it. I'm, I'm not being funny. I mean, no disrespect. But you're a cunt. You're a cunt now. You've always been a cunt. And the only thing that's going to change is you're going to become an even bigger cunt. Or I have some respect for you in some way. I'll just walk right past you when you say, hey to me, I'll be like, what's up? I think there's... There's there's something to be learned from every conversation that you have, though, for the most part, and whether that is not necessarily what that person is saying, but maybe more about yourself, like, oh, I don't have enough patience for this today, maybe I'll try again tomorrow. Because eventually, I think you can get to a place where you're quiet enough that uh, internally, that all the noise someone else is making is like just like, you know... Uh, just like water, you know, like flowing around you kind of thing. Like you're just yeah. a rock in the river and like, you know, whatever. Um, uh, I, I feel fine like, saying this because I never had any doubts that I was funny, but because, yeah. you know, I, I didn't talk to many of our coworkers last year, but whenever I did, it'd be like something like genuinely like, like frustrating me and they would just find it hilarious. <laughs> and just, but you were upset? Yeah. Or just like, that's like, I'll say like a comment about somebody else and they're uh-huh. like, that's so fucking funny. And just, they wouldn't like something along the lines of like, wouldn't have the guts to say themselves, but oh, like, yes. it's true. Yes, 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 yes. Whereas I've never been afraid to say whatever. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think. Finding ways of being honest without being offensive was something I had to learn, too. Yeah. Because when you're younger, you can just be like, you're fucking stupid. <laughs> but instead of, like, insulting someone, you can talk to them in a way where they're able to share. And uh, and it's not stupid as in, like, less intelligent or something, but just unable to recognize what their issue is. Mm-hmm. Right? They're talking about a partner that they're struggling with or a friend or something some relationship issue in their lives. And it's like, it's very plain to you and maybe anyone else and maybe even to themselves what the issue is. But instead of letting them talk about it and process it, you kind of just want to tell them right away. And I think that's something that I've, I've learned to curb as I've gotten older is it is important for people to be able to ex- talk their way through their own problems with you, even if you both know what the answer is. Yeah. And so I think a lot of times when I'm talking to someone, I'm really listening because when they're talking to you, they're trying to get something out. Yeah, they're just a uh, trauma or whatever dumping on you. Yeah. Uh, which, you know, I've played that role tons of times. I'm a trauma dumpster. Mm-hmm. Um, but, I don't know, just, I think I've, I've come to a point where, like, outside of a few people now, I just, like, 
I can't pretend to care or have this conversation right now because I'm, like, worried that, you know, the plastic in my blood is going to kill me. Mm. And just, there's no point in, like, making, in, like, advancing this relationship because I know already I'm not going to get anything out of it either. What you're going to get out of it is an ear. Yeah. Yeah. That's going to nod politely at whatever your ramblings that upset you. (laughs) Yeah, I guess if you feel, and then in, in those scenarios, if you feel you're not being genuine, if you were trying to, you know, be a listening ear, if you felt like you would be putting on or something, then yeah, it probably is best to just avoid it altogether. Yeah, what happened to the cum? And this became just therapy now for me. I don't know, man. Just, <laughs> you know what it was? I'm, smoke, I'm smoking the synthetic shit tonight. Oh. I'm not on the flower. You're smoking the AI weed and yeah. not, not <laughs> so the natural I'm on, I'm on, human I'm on, I'm on that science shit, brother. <laughs> On that tech wave, <laughs> just Google spreadsheet your way to a high. God. <laughs> so, why did you deny my fantasy football trade? Oh yeah. Uh. Well, you know, I conferred with my GM, who's in sixth grade, and I conferred with the rest <laughs> of the the senior staff uh, here at Grass Struggle, and we just thought it wasn't going to be. Uh, wasn't going to be a good deal for us in the long run, you know. It's a lot of uh, uh, potential, but also going to be something that I think uh, going forward, we're just going to stick with what we got, even though we had a tough last week. And I think uh, we're going to turn this turn this thing right around and see see a good rest of our, good rest of our season. Have you ever? <laughs> I would love to take a media training course uh-huh. for like sp- sports, like if as just a casual fan, if only just to better understand because. It's so, they're never saying anything interesting. What do you mean? Hey, I'm just here so I don't get fined. So y'all can sit here and ask me all the questions y'all want to. I'm going to answer with the same answer so y'all can shoot if y'all please. I'm here so I won't get fined. I'm here so I won't get fined. I'm here so I won't get fined. Like after a game? Yeah. Like when a, because they, they can't. Like, there are very few athletes who can get on the mic nowadays, and you can tell they're being, like, their true selves. Yeah, you can't, you're not really allowed to go, like, Muhammad Ali mode. Yeah. But, well, the example of who is totally themselves right now who's relevant, Deion Sanders, head coach of, uh, you know, oh, Colorado I, Buffalo. I haven't seen any of his interviews since he's been there. Oh, no, he's, he's great if you want just a genuine mouthpiece, because otherwise it's just, you know, these young 20-year-olds having their agent tell them, like, yeah. Do not take any stance. You put your pants on one leg at a time, and you thank God that you had pants. <laughs> yeah. Or just you know, you know what 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 do you credit your wit to? Well, the other team played a great game. <laughs> and Jesus. What's weird is that like I remember being sixteen years old and thinking that was impressive. How they could talk like. The, just, like, the communication Yeah, skills. like, I get it if you had the, the processing power of a 16-year-old, but then, like, the fact that, like, 50-year-old men watch that, and they're like, oh, yeah, you're saying something. I don't think, well, I don't know how entrenched you are with sports, but as someone who's very much on sports, I don't think there are people who, like, praise people's kids' comments these days in, in the media room. It's for the journalists to fucking write something yeah. and try to glean, try to construe their words in any way to like get a story for clicks. Yeah, I guess like, uh, especially sports on the internet. 
uh, in the internet era is much different. Because uh, you can just, there's so many, you know, individual sporting outlets that you can follow and or have like community in that it's completely different than when I was paying attention last for the most part. Yeah, I mean, uh, before Twitter, there are tons of great sound bites from like coaches after games. Yeah. I mean, I'm a man. I'm 40. <laughs> don't, don't leave, don't go after my kids. Uh, among others. But yeah, uh, I, being a basketball coach, I love it. I don't get interviewed or anything because it's a fucking, you know, private middle school. But yeah. it's funny how mad the other coaches get at me for me being just a young guy winning with my team. And they're yeah. like in their mid-40s, mid-50s, and they're just pissed they lost to a young lad. <laughs> Was last year the first year that you coached? Yeah. Yeah. But I just, uh, like I had some of our parents last year, like, concern for me that I made out of the parking lot because there was one psycho who just like wanted me ejected from the game for like there was a moment where uh he was trying to talk to the refs like that's a foul and I just like say to the scorekeeper yeah he's been fouling all game and he's like hey don't try to butt into my conversation and I'm like okay man <laughs> relax wait you were you admitting to the fact that it, your your player was fouling no no, no I was I was just saying like, look my team's been complaining that you've been fouling fouling all game and he's like hey i'm having a private conversation with the ref here oh okay gotcha gotcha so then at halftime like the ref took us both to half court he's like is there a problem here i'm like no man i'm great and he's just like puffing up and sweating like yeah i want him here because i want him to lose <laughs> i'm just like whoa and, you know we clutched out that game by one point and nice. they just refused to shake our hands and they just left the arena which is Again, funny for, like, middle schoolers to be, like, taught this. That's and, wild, bro. Yeah. <laughs> That's crazy. Just so salty about a loss from your coach that they just walked out of the room. That's crazy, yeah. Well, because, like, every other game, like, there was maybe one or two other teams that, like, after the game would say, like, good game, you know, other other people, uh-huh. which we would do every time. But at least all of them would, like, shake our hands afterwards. That that team just straight up left as soon as the buzzer sound. I, this reminds me... So I was I was lucky that when I was a kid, my parents coached most of my little league teams, or at least like my dad was like an assistant coach, mm. and like they were great coaches mostly because they knew all of the rules and they followed the rules. So yeah. like they taught us how to how we actually had to play like you know different positions and um, you know we followed all the rules as far as like how many at bats you have to have and all that kind of stuff. And so it led to a lot of conflicts with other coaches who were just, you know, the dad that was around or wasn't, right. or wasn't working in that spring. Yeah. <laughs> and so he had the team or had time to run the team. And so, uh, they would like cheat all the time as far as like pitching and having players pitch too many innings in a week and all this kind of stuff. My parents would call out a lot of teams on it, and we won a lot of games because they didn't know what to do if they right. weren't, you know, cheating. And I remember in Little League once it coming to like a head. I was, I was, must have only been six or seven years old. I remember the color of the team I was on. We were maroon. Uh, but that's, it's, I was young enough that I don't really remember, but I remember it was like, seeing grown men yell in, like, close proximity to each other for the first time is kind of intense. Mm-hmm. I was just like, wait, what, what, what is everybody so mad about? <laughs> yeah. 
but fun. yeah, I thought we were just playing a game. <laughs> it's not that serious. Maybe that's why I decided that just, I like people that got like actually mad about sports are ridiculous. I was only I was seven years old. I was like, this is too intense. I don't know what we're doing. Well, I remember being seven. I was initially into soccer. I remember just playing against this uh, really large, wide child uh, one time, and he just like ran me over in soccer. Uh-huh. And the other parents just like like laughed basically at me for like getting trampled by this fat child. And so I like would just glare at my coach and being like, put me back in, put me back in, put me back in. And I scored two goals when he put me back in. And just like, I don't know, I have like this like anime fucking wrestling brain of like needing to work against or for a crowd. Yeah, the negative reinforcement right. does it for you. Yeah. I, I just love soaking up moments like that. I remember being in the high school locker room and uh, we were down to, like, our rival at halftime by, like, a touchdown or two. And, like, dudes were crying. Mm-hmm. And, like, I just thought to myself, like, what? Like, not crying as in, like, they were sad, but crying because they were so mad and upset. And I was like, uh-huh. you boys are insane. <laughs> like, we're 17, 18 years old. Like, you guys are crying because we're done. Like, because you're trying to pump the team up? Like, that's not passion, bro. You're just a fucking weirdo. Like, sit down. My, my Make your fucking over. block, dude. What are you talking about? I'm never going to get signed to that Division One school. <laughs> I think it was maybe partly that, though. I don't know. It was small-town football, so who knows? Yeah. I think uh, definitely Little League, you know, cheating, very fucked up. But yeah, there should <laughs> be cheating be... in baseball. No, absolutely. And then, like, being like that insane to like I'm I gotta I gotta fucking you know play my stud pitcher all this week so we can go <laughs> undefeated and literally destroy these first graders like <laughs> souls. It's like all right dude. Yeah just you know gotta call in Roger Clemens on these little punks from Crazy. Idaho. Crazy. I did love playing baseball though. That's a sport that like uh I mean, truly, anybody can play. Like, yeah. it doesn't require a lot of running, and, like, you don't even have to move much if you're a really good pitcher. If you're a bigger kid or something, like, I don't know. It's it's a it's a cool sport because of that. Dude, every day, me and my brother hate ourselves that we like basketball so much. Yeah. <laughs> that we should have just fucking played baseball and soccer. How tall is your brother? <laughs> You'll see him. He's, like, 5'10", five, 5'9". Five, okay, he's only, like, an inch or two taller than you. Yeah, he's taller than me, though. So yeah. he, ha- he has that forever. Yeah. Which is important when you're the older brother. <laughs> yeah. But, uh, no, we're both tiny-ass white guys who just love to ball. <laughs> and just, like, fucking should have picked up the stick. Yeah. We can't end like this. We can't end on me being sad about fucking... I, I truly would rather have it this way, where it's like you're just kind of having a free-form conversation about something. Uh, with maybe one or two topics in mind before you start, rather than, like, the heavily segmented stuff doesn't feel because nobody's good at it. <laughs> you know, I haven't like, it's just, it's like even the people that are on TV that are doing like extremely rehearsed well, news segments well, or yeah, whatever. It's like, well, being in, a, in the newsroom, what's nice about it is you have like the six stories that you just cram every hour. <laughs> just yeah. like more again about Susie getting mauled by this bear. Yeah. More details at 7, and at 7 o'clock, 
on at nine, we'll have an update on that bear mauling. Unnatural. Because oh. I remember being, I asked you this question earlier mm-hmm. about family vacations. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Did, yeah. Did you have one that like stood out? <laughs> there was a. I just remember being like slightly too old to be sleeping in the same bed as my brother. I think we were like twelve and thirteen. Yeah. <laughs> you see where this is going? Yeah. <laughs> we were, and it was like a. We were in like a loft because my parents' bed was downstairs. And it was like a queen size bed, like so it was a decent, like similar to the one we're recording on this on. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I definitely remember jerking off while he was in bed next to me, like we were going to sleep. Uh-huh. Um. <laughs> <laughs> so we weren't in the same bed, uh-huh. but also like 11, 13. Um, we had twin beds in the same room. Yeah, yeah. And I do remember, like other times, uh, I just, like, I'm a morning person. He never was. Yeah. So I could just get in there and then sneak off into the computer downstairs. Uh-huh. But uh, there was just one time I remember just, like, you know, sometimes, like, I have to do this now. <laughs> and I just didn't think of, like, just going to the bathroom or whatever. And he's like, what are you doing? <laughs> I'm just, and I'm just like, visibly pitching a tent. And I'm like, nothing! <laughs> As, like, 11, 12-year-old. <laughs> like, don't worry about it. When was the last time you masturbated in the shower? Ooh. Um, I think on a family vacation, like, a year ago. Nice. But I, well, because that was my go-to when it was just me, my dad, and my brother, and I knew my, my brother and I were in the same room. So I'd get home from school, take off my middle school uniform clothes, hop in the shower. But then I remember one time, like, my dad having to like the drain is clogged and I just felt fucking guilty and I'm like well I'm not going back in there were you guys also shaving your pubes at this point or was it just, no it was just your, your fat loads down the well I mean maybe he was but I know mine I'm just like that's very funny I yeah um, yeah I don't think I, I jerked off in the shower really since like high school it was a thing that I did when I was a younger guy but not as much of an as an adult thing. It's fucking. I'd rather jerk weird. off out of the shower and then jump into the shower immediately after. Oh yeah, that. that I mean, I. That's something you still gotta do now. Well, maybe not jerk off, but. You know, how sweaty do you get? I'm not when jerking you, off eight. To, I'm not jerking off eight times in one day and showering eight times if that's what you're. No, 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 no. Just. Uh, <laughs> I, 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 do you, how sweaty do you get? I'm just busting loads on myself for seven hours, and then I get, <laughs> and, then, and then I usually am like, okay, maybe I should go fucking. There, there's enough shame clean, glaze clean on me that I can go. <laughs> and you go. Speaking of glaze, glad me one of them donuts over there. Yeah, yeah. What were you asking? Uh, I was gonna ask, how sweaty do you get when you have sex? How sweaty do I get when I have sex? Yeah, because I, I... Uh, I've definitely dripped because I also have a bald head. I've definitely dripped sweat into partners' mouths before. Uh, fairly recently, if I remember right. Yeah, I started, and as of, again, I've just gotten fat, and, you know, puffed up in the last couple of years, so, uh, it's definitely more huffing and puffing. Just, uh, I'm very sweaty guy, mm-hmm. uh, and just every time after I'm done, you know, I gotta take, like, an under a minute shower, and mm-hmm. then go straight to sleep. Clean off a little. Yeah. Because I like keeping... The bed as fresh as possible. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, it is uh, It is a form of exercise. You're going to get a little sweaty. 
Yeah. Rest sheep that you're huffing a puffing. I, uh, that's what's interesting about the gym is like, there are plenty of peop- people in there who I think are pursuing some greater like fitness passion, but I think the majority of people just want to look better naked and have better sets. Like at the end of the day. Yeah. Like it's, it, it just, it's just a healthier body and a healthier mind. And that, that then leads to you being able to do one of like the two things we're supposed to do. Right. It's it's just the gym is for like ways to get or have longer sex. And then your doctor, doctor told you to. Yeah. So I, I don't know why you, I don't go to a gym, but I don't know why you're there. If it's not one of those two things. I don't believe any nut who likes doing it for the, like the sake of just ac- exercising in a stationary room makes yeah, me feel good. True psychopaths. Go play a sport like a real guy <laughs> or girl. That's why I don't like. So I did ultimate frisbee after I fucking was kind of white balled out of my basketball mm. freshman year of high school. Just let all of these horrible basketball players play, but not me because I was white. Um, so I in response white. Yeah, yeah, just, just got that now. <laughs> yes. Um, so I joined my brother's uh, Ultimate Frisbee Club, which then I took over my senior year. Mm. And me and our other friend Eli would always try to get like more of our friends to do it. But the most people likely to do it were in cross country. It's like, you know, there's fu- like Ultimate Frisbee is like 90% running and it's also a game. It's not just like a death sentence or death march. Where, yeah, you're gonna be running all the time if you play ultimate. Mm-hmm. It's just more fun too because you get to, you know, moss people. Moss people. Yeah. Is that one handed? I think that's just uh, just catching like over you. Oh. Okay. I mean, I think a lot of times it could be one handed, but when I think mossing, I think just stepping on someone, <laughs> uh, <laughs> just like, stepping on their back. It's a uh, like, Iverson on Tyron Lue. Yeah. That's the other thing we need to, you know, get the face cam visual so we can get then the visual inserted bits. Oh, sure. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah, there's mossing and then there's ricing. What is ricing? Ricing is like, uh, in, I've discussed this with kids, when you like do a route super well that just like you lose your defender because you like could just do a move or just follow your route so clean that you lost your defender. Is this a real term or something you just came up with? I think it might be a real term. I don't, I don't know. You got riced. In your head cannon? Yeah. One of those things that you've used enough since 2012 Thanks, that you're like, this has to be real. Yeah. There's, there's someone else that I'm sure John Madden has said it's either be on my team or you probably lose the day you shut down my city nigga I'll probably move I feel I'm the only nigga popping and that's probably true probably set the screen